And we're back. Yes, we are. Made it. Brought the room for us. You did. Yes. You did. That's why my wife supplied coffee, because you don't have a cup holder. Yeah, your wife. I love your wife. I don't think she likes me at all, but I love your wife. That's not fair. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get a text off of this. Yes. <laughs> There's a good chance. But, that, but that'll start a conversation. Then I get to talk to your wife for a little while. There it is. So there there you is. go. I'm Kenny. It's Josh. Random ramblings. We're going to get that out of the way 24 seconds in. There's a fine line with intros. <laughs> like, certain people start that way. Certain people don't. We get lost in translation One sometimes. of these days, we're going to get into it the way we do off the mic. And no. it's going to be like an hour in, and then we're going to go, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to... Oh, yeah, surprise. <laughs> Speaking of which, thank you guys for, uh, for we're going to say it again, like for the fifth week in a row. Thanks for hanging on and letting us get through everything and getting back at it. Yes. Uh, we appreciate it. I appreciate all the comments. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you, dude. I appreciate all of the comments on the Facebook, including the GIF ones, GIF ones, however you pronounce that three-letter word. You know that's a debate I'm not going to I'm not going to send down the road with. <laughs> no, no. His last one was from a favorite movie, and I love it. Thank you. Keep it up. Yes, <laughs> he knows. It who, will continue. He knows who he is. I do not need to even comment. I don't. I don't even need to find a way to say nope. who he is. <laughs> nope. <laughs> when you're hitting stuff that I recognize, I go, "Ooh, I know where that's from." <laughs> I'm good. So all of y'all, there, there's your challenge, people. See whether or not you can pick one of those that I know where it's from. I don't suggest you use new movies. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't watched a that lot is an of those. Excellent point. Uh, you haven't taken enough rainy camping trips for that yet. <laughs> no, and the sad part of it is, is the only movies I take with me when are we're stuff camping you've already seen. Stuff I've already seen. I know. So, and rarely are we capable of streaming uh, at a campground. But I do want to make mention uh, one of one of one of the icons from my childhood has passed away recently tina yes uh that was a heartbreaking day for certain um and i realized my my dad actually introduced me to tina from her days with ike and uh and he loved just like everybody else proud mary and a bunch of other work so he introduced me to her way back when so mm -hmm. i had been listening to her prior to her 80s uh i'm not going to call it reboot but i'm going to call it resurgence uh and boy did she surge well, and I think one of the things that I have found, there's part of me that's, I don't want to say bothered. Bothered is the wrong word. That's that's implying way too much thought went into it. And I am not in that frame of mind by any means. But I'm very much excited about seeing her streaming numbers go up. We, we got those at the radio station because that's the type, because it's someone that we play, we have in our rotation, it's to get that bit of information really can add to uh, our presentation. And I don't normally want to mix the business side with this, but since you brought it up, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, well, here's, here's the thing. You get people like me who was a teenager when she researched. Right. Because that was 80s. I can't remember exactly what year Private Dancer came out. I don't think I was in high school yet. Right. But at any rate, now you've got me wanting to listen to more music because she's gone now. So let's go back and, and have some moments of memory. Not Just like any time someone 
passes, you have moments where you just want to sit back. And when it's an, an artist, whether it be an, an actor, actress, or a musician, right. you get the opportunity to go back and relive all of that. So now you've got people doing that in front of their kids, and their kids may be hearing this for the first time, which is going to up those streaming numbers, Yep, uh, which, is, which is phenomenal. I mean, my child knew who she was because that's the kind of music I played sure. pretty much when she was... Don't get me wrong, we didn't shut out current day music for our child. We let her listen to whatever she wanted to, but she also had to listen to what we wanted to listen to because, you know, our house, our rules, our radio. Right. But at any rate, so she she's just as well-rounded as I am. And I actually got, my barber actually got tickled at me singing along with a Marty Robbins song in the barbershop. And he just looked at me because I didn't figure you were going to be old enough to know that song that well. And I'm like, my dad, sir. My dad was old enough to know that song, and growing up, we listened to their music, we listened to our music, they listened to our music. It it was a, the family just loved yeah. music. Uh, so all of these young people just now getting to know her, oh, I hate it that you've missed anything live, but she was in her 80s, not like you're going to get anything live, right. but enjoy it. And by the way, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, she actually was in that. So she was an actress in that movie, she just didn't do the title track. Uh, I was just amazed. Like, I expect streaming numbers to go up, but I had not seen this level of jump. Like, when Michael Jackson passed, things went up thousands of percents. Michael Jackson was also already in your face pretty much all the time on radio still. Well, that's a fair point. Whereas Tina's not as well played as Michael Jackson is. I guess, and and maybe that's part of it. He already had enough streams continually due to AC stations keeping him in a regular rotation that the increase doesn't seem that dramatic. And that makes a lot more sense when you think about it. But Tina's streams on her album, like just for the entirety of the album, jumped over a quarter million percent. Yeah, and by the way, but if, you've again, not, that's, if you've not listened to the entire Private Dancer album, do it because there's songs that didn't make it in in radio play that are phenomenal. Right. And I'm not and again, just for clarity's sake, I'm not talking it went up 250,000. No, no. 250,000% of whatever it was. So, if it's 5 or 10, it and that's where I, th- I think the difference falls with Michael only jumping thousands of percent because he was probably already getting thousands of streams because yes. he was more, I don't say more of a household name, but more universally a household name, you're, whereas you're catching a lot his, more exposure. Right, and you're catching his music in different places where you're not catching her. Right. Like you're not going to walk through the, the big box hardware store and hear her in the background. A lot of those stores are streaming 80s hits because people love them, but you're not going to hear hers as much as you would hear his. His are a little bit more faster paced. She didn't have a lot of that heavy dancing stuff going on. Now, she did, she did, oh, she did a phenomenal song with Brian Adams. Uh, y'all need to look that up. She, there was also a movie out decades ago. Uh, and I do believe the title is What's Love Got to Do With It that actually mm-hmm. tells the story of her coming up with Ike, getting away from Ike the whole nine yards. And a lot of people didn't understand and didn't believe it, but she literally snuck out of one hotel, went into another one, told told them who she was, got a free night stay, had someone come get her. She had about 75 cents to her name and did not ask for royalties to anything that her and Ike had. 
Mm-hmm. She she basically re, redid it, redid it on her own without him. And I'm going to tell you, ladies, if you need something or someone that can actually boost you to go get what you're after, watch that movie, read a little bit about Tina because she didn't slow down for nothing. She got herself out of her situation and made herself better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that an, another reason she's just one of my favorites. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm losing favorites, and I realize that most of my favorites are getting at those ages, but... That that kind of hit that kind of hit pretty hard when she when she passed and I hate it she had to deal with so much illness later in life but right uh, anyway I, I had to, I had to stick that into no, one of these no you're fine <laughs> you're fine I I figured at some point it would come up just because of time frame and things along the way yeah I, and you're well aware she's one of my favorites right <laughs> and so again I I am more than okay passing off the 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 stage to you on that one. I'm actually, I'm still grasping this whole getting older thing. I realize I am getting older. I will be 40 in December. Trust me, this is not a complex. It is nothing but a number. But I'm having moments where I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. I shouldn't, like I'll see songs at work that'll come up. And I'm like, oh, I remember listening to that. Oh, damn it. Like it's, you did, well, I listened to that in high school. Oh God, that was 20 years ago. And just momentary i am by no means like i don't feel myself getting older i like i'm still in that weird phase where i don't feel like i'm older like i was at an event just this past week um i was very very honored to have been asked to judge and my realtor was there we have a good relationship we've known each other since before she was my realtor like i've i know her family and all that good stuff and there stood her her daughter, 15 years old. And I was like, you're not allowed to be 15. And then she goes, you know how old you sound? And I went, shut up. So, so we had the exact same back and forth like you would have with someone that is of similar age. But I was still very much, I had a, I had get off my lawn moments. And I went, so I'm in that transition. Like there will come a point where I'm just going to be the get off my lawn guy. But right now I'm in that really fun hybrid stage and I will give an example of, of the hybrid portion of that stage. As we are standing outside, the event has not started yet. I get there early because I've never done this before, blah, blah, blah. Got to figure out the who, the what, the when, where I need to be. So we're standing outside. She's They've ordered from the food truck. They're getting their dinner. And we're just standing there talking. Talking about school. Talking about life. Talking about a little bit of everything. Just, you know, I haven't seen the child since she was, you know, kindergarten. So, a lot to catch up on. And all of a sudden, two boys walk in, into the the area, um, and they stop at the other food truck, the dessert food truck, and I see it on her face as she turns and looks and double takes, and then turns away and goes, oh my God, there's boys over there. And I look right at her mother, (laughs) and her mother looks right at me. And there is an understanding. I'm in the fun spot right now where I get to be the friend of the teen, like fun uncle, but I also, being a parent, get to play the parent side of this. I truly have carte blanche on both sides of this. And I we make eye contact, and she goes, I just get a shrug. And I went, that's my cue. So they get what they need, and I was like, do you like those boys? And she goes, No. No. And I went, yes. Yes. (laughs) And I look at her and I go, 
the red in your face says otherwise. No shit. <laughs> I said, unlike your mother, you are very fair skinned like your father. So I can read your emotions in your flow of blood to your cheeks. And she goes, stop it. I mean, not like I'm by no means hurting feelings. I'm just calling her out on. And so she looks to her mom for help. And her mom's like, oh, I saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk. The boys walk over. They take a different route. They're not avoiding her. They're just they're going to see someone else along the way because she's standing there with her mom. Well, enough eye contact is made. They smile, wave, and say, hey. One of them does. The other one's in his phone. So they clear earshot, and I go, so it's not the one on his phone. It was the one who awkwardly said hi back to you, wasn't it? And she goes, will you stop? And... and I look right. I look her dead in the face, and I go. I just want you to know, this reaction has given me permission to do this. The fact that your mother is not stopping me means that she's okay with it too, and so, and so she's like, "Mom, I'm just this exchange is wonderful." So the boys wind up coming down, and then they're behind. They wind up behind us in line at the food truck, and so she's like. She's fidgeting now. Like, we're back into conversation, but she's fidgeting now. Like, I don't know which way to turn. I don't know which way to stand. And I and I just abruptly stop in, like, mid-conversation, and I go, how would you feel right now? Because I've got your guy in arm's reach. If I just, like, grabbed him on his shoulder and brought him over like this. And she goes, I would die. And I went, you can't say things like that to me. I'm going to use this moment to teach you a lesson and say, you can't say things like that to people like me. And she says, why? And I reach my arm and she goes, stop. I am by no means torturing her. We had, it was a lot of fun. The entire event was fun. She came up after me. I made enough of an impact that after she'd come off stage for her second performance of lip syncing, she goes, what did you think of my performance of Bon Jovi? And I was like, you're not old enough to know who Bon Jovi is. Secondly, you did a phenomenal job. <laughs> So there's there's a rapport there, and and to their credit, that set of parents has raised a wonderful set of kids. <laughs> there there are night and day differences though, because the son, the older son, I was like, I said, hey man, he goes, how are you? I was like, I'm fine. You got way too much draw. Your mama doesn't have that much draw. Where'd you <laughs> yeah. get that from? And he goes, I don't know. Apparently, both kids are in the same health class. <laughs> even though he's several years older, he's just like, just hadn't been worth my time to take. I just, he'd rather be out on the tractor. He, I get that. He missed, <laughs> I 100% get that. He missed, he misses assignments so he can go work on the tractor. It's I get just, that. <laughs> but it was that. Dude, I'm on board. <laughs> but that, that moment for me was just, I'm in that. I've had a fun lot of fun. Spot. Uh, I've had a lot of fun over the years, similar uh, situations. But I also i I did church groups and right. I, I some some of these kids that are now married and having kids, I started working with when they were eight and nine years old. So as they got up and got up and got up and got up in age, the 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 friendship formed, which meant a lot of picking and carrying on. Yes. Which most of them. 
they enjoyed it, even though they turned beat red. They loved every minute of it. And then it turns into a, and everybody knows that I enjoy beer. Then it turns into you see them out and you realize that they are over 21. Right. And you get to have a beer with them. And the next thing you know, you've got a friend. Mm-hmm. They're 30 years younger than you, but you've got this friend that you've created that's been created right. over all of these years, and you have this rapport there. And when people see you interacting, they actually think you're family, like uncle, nephew, uncle, niece, something like yep. that. And, and and they start asking, "Are y'all related?" No, no, we're nope. not. You know, we just we just happened to we were in a situation where we know each other. Um, are, for I'll give you context. My, just one of so my you... closest friends, his his son is just graduated high school. Right. If I were to see that young man out and about, I would carry on with him just like I would with his dad. Uh, and it, you know, from from an onlooker situation, you don't know who we are. You would probably think I'm just a member of his family. But and I guess in a sense, it is. But you know, I and I wouldn't change that dynamic. I would not change right. that relationship whatsoever because uh, having the relationship with the entire family is awesome. So I will give you this bit of context for you because I know the circle that you run in. There's a chance that you have you know exactly who I'm talking about. It's the eldest wife's cousin. Oh, sweet! <laughs> and you know who her husband yes. is. So yes, I know exactly who all of those people are. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so she was there, and it was her youngest daughter. So nice, again, nice. Fun report, and I and I said. You know that I know other members of your family, right? And so, I mean, we we got into that side of it as well to kind of set the tone. (laughs) But it was just, I just, that was the the type of exchange that I lived for. And then when it was over and everything, they had gone their own separate ways and whatever, her mom and I were still standing there and I go, I just became my father. (laughs) She goes... (laughs) I know your father. <laughs> I uh, I actually get. I, I'm going to tell a story on the uh, eldest's youngest brother-in-law. Uh, Got it. Okay, good. Had to follow the train. Uh, and, and I'm pretty certain he listens, and he's going to remember this. It, at any rate, he was one of those yeah. that that came up through our church. So I got to know his family, Papa Joe, all of those people yeah. that way uh, through him. So I have a, a like a rounded out relationship yeah. with all of these people, but. He, the eldest mother-in-law is the only one that I don't actually have a regular standing. Oh, form she's of conversation a lot of fun. With. No, no, no. Always have a good time. She's just the only one that I haven't made the it connection with. Like we dance around, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Da, 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 and that's it. Oh no, we run into her. At, <laughs> we ran into her at the Pallet Palace and stood and talked for twenty minutes. Right. But she was also my daughter's art teacher. Well, so, again, but I don't have that it connection yeah. other than worked for that one, worked for, worked with that one. And yeah, I, you yeah know, there you go. That was it. But anyway, so this guy, he's, uh, he's, I always call him one of my college kids uh, because that's when the friendships really started to form when they were in college. But sure, him sure. and another man the same age, another young man the same age, decided they wanted to go to a movie. And it happened to be something that I would want to see. So they, they're just like, hey, you want to go with? Sure. My wife wasn't going to go see that movie. I know my wife wasn't going to go see that movie. And when I told her I was going to go see that movie, she was like, well, get the hell out. Bye. <laughs> you know, so, now I want to know what the movie was. Uh, I wish I could read. Probably G.I. Joe. Okay. So anyway, so we go and we're buying tickets. There's three guys in a row. We're, we're buying tickets, single tickets at a time. So the eldest brother-in-law decides to be funny and just straight up in front of the t- in front of the ticket counter Hey, Dad, you're getting mine too, right? Oh, 
Oh. What he didn't realize oh, was, was a what he didn't didn't realize was in that moment, I was ready. It's not like I thought that he was going to do this, did not plan for him to do this, but in that moment, I was ready. I turned around and just plain as day. No, no, son, I am not buying your ticket. I done told you a hundred times, you're over 18, you've got a job, you should be able to support yourself, and you ought to be able to buy your boyfriend a ticket, too. <laughs> got my ticket, walked off, and the girl at the ticket counter was about ready to puke laughing yep. at what I had just did to him, and he was purple. He had done turned so red, he was purple, and I think the other guy was ready to get in his car and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, but then it turned into a game. He tried again at Lowe's and called me Grandpa instead, and I just sort of turned and looked at him and flipped him the bird. Oh, I mean, I you, gave him, you yep, gave, him gave him a point. I gave him a point. I gave him a point no, you bigger do than that. day, but the people that thought I was actually his grandpa laughed their asses off. So, anyway... I, and I—that's the kind of goofing around I like to do. Right. I mean, I love that kind of goofing around anyway. So, well, and I—I I find myself in those situations because now people that I know out and about have kids that are old enough to have those conversations. It was all fun and games when they were this tall, and they were adorable, and they would run around pulling at your pants leg or whatever. And it's like, oh, hi. Now it's like, hi, how are you? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't okay. And so <laughs> we're we're sitting. It's just, I, I'm not, again, I'm not bothered by it. Like, it's only a momentary Tim Allen home improvement. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's 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 nothing more than that. I don't have a complex. I don't worry about it. Like, my wife is I've fretting over this 40th to, birthday thing, and I'm like, I've actually started I, to just en- a day. enjoy it. Um, I now have cousins that I've held as infants. Right. And they're having babies of their own. And my daughter is 25, and it's a case of now I'm looking at all these people going, ha ha. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then, you know, for the ones that are having a second one, go ahead, go ahead, have a third. <laughs> Let's just yeah. see how this goes for you. You know, and it's like, I mean, and I'm, I'm actually starting to enjoy all of that. I got accused when I bought my motorcycle of, of having a midlife crisis. I'm like, nope, nope, just want to have some fun. <laughs> just... Well, you can change the word girls in that song to guys just as easy. <laughs> just just want to have some fun and ride a bike. But, now, you know, and I realized ride, riding over here, the, the time frame that I was not riding a bike, I've I've actually seasoned a little bit. I'm more about let's enjoy it and get there instead of, ooh, here's a chance to hot rod. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I took the gap off because I probably would have had several accidents in the middle somewhere. So I've reached my, I've reached that point. With driving, since we're talking about that a little bit, um, even as little as 10 years ago, it was, oh my God, get out of the way. I'm going now. I'm, oh yeah. I'm notoriously early everywhere I need to go. I that is That is my curse. I own it. It's the one area that my wife and I actively fight over because while... Ten minutes early is on See, time for me. I plan that leaving time <laughs> more so than I'm willing to admit. Because yeah, you yeah. texted me this morning, we'll be home between this time and this time from breakfast, and and I looked at it and went, okay, I am leaving at the first time he gave me because I need to stop for gas. Right. <laughs> I plan it because I didn't. I didn't want to. And it's not that I, because I, I, a lot. Sometimes I do get here before you do. It's not that I. I can't. 
or don't want to, and it's it's just that you gave me a time frame. So in my head, what I see is, hey, try not to be here until after this time. Right. <laughs> at, give me at least until You then. know daggum good and well, I'm up, I'm prepared, and I'm ready to rock. Right. <laughs> and, well, and so that same, again, for me, if I if if a party starts at 7, by God, 10 minutes to 7, I'm there because you told me the party started at seven. If you didn't want me there before eight, because people tend to fashionably show up late, motherfucker, you better say eight. Yeah. Well, and see, a lot of times, if I'm going to something like that, like if I'm coming to a cookout, I'm bringing stuff, I need to get there early because stuff needs to be Because stuff needs to. to be ready. You got to get it out of the, you you it get out. It out of the car. Right. You got to sit it on the counter. You got to get it in the fridge. You got to put it in the cooler, whatever. And and even if you're not expecting yeah. me to bring stuff, I'm bringing stuff. So I have to bring stuff. You know, I, I have to be there in time. Right. To, and I'm that person that if you say the party's from seven to 10, I'm going to stay until 10 because you invited me for that time frame is the way I see it. It, it depends on the event. If I find out, like, like it's going to start around 7. Okay, 7 allows me a 15-minute window. So if I'm there at 7.15, I don't lose my mind. I don't want to be there at 7.15. But if I have it, it's, no one's going to notice. But if I get starts and I don't get an end time, guess what? You are now on my clock. If, I, if 45 I minutes that. in, I'm like, hey, this has been fun, thanks. You are not allowed to tell me that you are upset that I'm leaving. Oh, you're leaving already? I no, you didn't give me a time frame. I get that 100%. I mean, and I've got friends that'll show up and go, so what time's this over? Uh, when I go to bed. Right. <laughs> it's like, and that's the open, and, and that's me saying, hey, if, if, we, if we're if we having fun, we'll, it's going to continue yeah. to go. Because, I mean, there's been times when I've gotten in conversations with one out of ten people that I'm hanging out with, and that one person, it's like, I'm not ready to end the conversation, right. neither are they. So, but most of the time, if I do something at my house, which is becoming more and more rare, most of the time, I'll, I don't put an end time on it. Right. Because I want you to hang out as long as you want to hang out. Um, but I've also done, I've also done the reverse, been hanging out with, with, with friends and, and everybody's like, well, let's, let's, let's leave here because this place is shutting down or, you know, we, we've sat at that table long enough and it's like, let's leave here and let's go hang out over there. And then halfway home, you remember, oh wait, we got shit to do in the morning. Let's back up and regroup folks. Right. Uh, cause sometimes, I mean, I, I get to having fun and I'm not thinking about what's, what's happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I get in the car, and my wife's like, "So you're willing to stay up till about midnight and still get up in the morning? What 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 are you talking about? Oh, we got a what? We got a what law? Let me call them real quick. Is how that works, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, I I get that. And, and, then, and more and more, I'm I'm meeting my friends out instead of having people at my house, <laughs> right? Well, and again, I think a large part of that is situational as well. I'm you're not going if you invite me out somewhere, and even a mostly family-friendly environment. My two-year-old's on a schedule. I'm not. I'm not going to break that schedule, and I'm not going to bring her out somewhere where there's even the slightest bit of a chance that she will show her ass. Because when it happens, I will be as red as that chair, and it will not work well. I will get aggravated, and I will be mean to her. Because of the inconvenience of see, those around me, and, and we've see, talked the, about this. I'm before. the guy that would be sitting at the table looking at the way, looking at the server, going, "I'll have a, I'll have a beer. He'll have a pacifier. We're gonna enjoy the show." Yeah, because <laughs> been there, done that. No, no, no. And I and get it. We, we've talked about that more than once, and it's just that's, my you know, anxiety goes through the roof. I'm, I'm gonna take this moment, and this is just me. Um, anybody who's listening who has friends with young children. Of any age. We're just going to say young children. Think about it when you're inviting. 
Because there's people out there that if you don't say you and the family, they immediately think that their child is not welcome. Yeah. And that's never been the case with me. If I'm inviting you somewhere and you have a child, you, you are to bring the child. Right. If that's what you want to do. If you want to get a babysitter, get a babysitter. But I'm not going to say, hey, you and the family. I mean, I've got married friends that, that I like to get together with, and I might just say, hey, you want to get together. I don't say y'all. I don't right. say you all. I don't say you and the family. I, You know, it's just I'm making an invitation if, if you're attached then by all means, you've got a plus one. If you're attached and you have children, then all means you've got a plus whatever right. to to handle it. I mean, it's like I mean, I've got a, a friend at work that I hang out with a lot, and it's like his closest friend ever works weekends a lot. So if he and I make plans to go out and do something, it's just across the board right now. If he ends up being off, he's welcome to join. That way you don't necessarily have to break your plans with me in order to also hang out with him. Right. You know, have have him, and, you know, he's he's got a girlfriend, so he gets his plus one. But I, and I was talking about that the other day with a friend of mine, and I, I made a joke out of it. I said something about it being grilling season. Yeah, you and the wife can come over, blah, blah, blah. And then it dawned on me, I didn't include the kid. So I started this whole joke of, like, I was digging myself out of a hole, which he already knows. If he shows up at my house with the kid, we're going to find something for the kid to do. Right. If it's just tie the dog to him and, and let him go play. Uh, but it, I realized that in conversation. And then I got to talking to other people and listening to people talk. And there are a whole group of people out there that don't have kids that are like, when I invite you out, I don't, I don't want you to bring your rug rat. Well, you know what? If, if my rug rat can't be there, it's, it's a high possibility. I'm not coming. Yeah. Uh, because that comes first package deal. Yes. Package deal. And it happens. You're probably starting to experience it. You may not. just depends on where you are with your other friends. We had our child ahead of a lot of our other friends. So they were still in the whole... They couldn't quite understand why all of a sudden we couldn't take last-minute invitations and why we needed to just... As soon as 9 o'clock hit, we were bailing. You know, they they didn't understand it until they got their first one. Well, by then, we'd kind of grown apart. More than a little, a lot, because it turned into a case of, hey, you know, we, we've got a child, we've got this addition, and we get it, you don't have one, we understand that you don't have one, and you may not understand the whole concept of what's going on, but we got to go, because kids got a time schedule, and we, we can't, we can't, no, we can't do nine o'clock dinners anymore, sorry. Right. You know, I, I can't, ha- and, and see, now, now I'm older, you call me and say, hey, you want to catch a meal at nine o'clock? I've already eaten, and I'm in the bed in five minutes. Next time, call me earlier. Right. I may not mind eating at nine o'clock at night, but if you'll let me know that you're going to do a late meal at noon, <laughs> right. then I can, but you know, it's, and that, and most of my friends are well aware. Certain time, my phone's on Do Not Disturb. If you need me, you you better be one of those few people that can get through, or right. you better know who can so that you can. <laughs> right. So we're actually on the other end of that spectrum. Most of our couple friends have our. We're like we're last to that party. Oh really? Yeah. So when I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. Da, 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 like, and I, I'm not embarrassed by the kid. But I, I'm always so apologetic, and they're like, your child has a schedule. Yeah, it's okay. we get it. Stop freaking out. And I'm like, I'm not freaking out. I just don't want to be rude. I don't want you to, you know, like, stop inviting us to stuff or whatever. And they're like, you have a kid. Our kid's old enough to be up that late and can self-entertain. 
you're not there yet. You will get invites, and when you're ready, we'll be happy to see you. I mean, that's that's kind of the mode that we're in. Like we're into the this is the this is the realm of parties that I like because all of the people that are around us have younger kids, so they do afternoon parties. Yes, those are my favorite. Yes. Now, granted, heat of the day, damn all that, but that also means there's a good chance there's a pool involved. So I'm I'm here for all of that. Like I the afternoon party concept is the deal. Now we did we did a lunch party for for our daughter's second birthday. It was around lunch, so like mid morning to lunch for a couple of reasons. One, you're not worried about entertaining kids for 3 or 4 hours. We did a 2 hour party and then they had access to the local science center for as long as they wanted to be there. But again, Keeping little ones occupied that long is a challenge. Now, we did a host of things. We did a host of different things to to keep each at at each stage Uh to keep every everybody entertained. And it it went from being at our house with swing sets, and we had a, a small pool at one time, to being at a local community center that has a gymnasium. And you know, you gain access to that. We we did a host of things, and I think one of the last birthday parties we did, she was getting a bike. And so we told everyone, bring your child's bike. And they're like, on a county road, no, this one's going to be at the church. We're actually got permission to, to, to cone off parts of the parking lot, you know, because the church is not open for business that particular Correct. day. And that was one of the most fun ones. We used the, the, the grill that was at the church and everything. We, we did our normal hot dogs and hamburgers things. Everybody's kid brought a bike, and they had a great time, and they just had free range of the entire parking yeah. lot, and it, and it was a great time, and it's one of the last ones we had because you know as they get further up in teenage years, they want to go do their own thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know that the first birthday, she's like, I don't want to have a party. I'd rather go to the movies with my friend. It was a combination of, oh damn, really, really, that's that's it. Just I'll drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No, and, and again, it's not. I'm not trying to rush things by any means. I'm not saying that, but it, no, but enjoy gonna... the fa- just like just like me with the whole. I didn't clean up after myself in, in your office the last time, and you're like, let oh it go. God. Understand <laughs> that all of your friends that have older children are like myself, adult children. We get it, right? So that's like you don't. It's, you, it, you, you don't get you the can't... invitations to late dinners for me because I know where you are. <laughs> You get invitations to earlier dinners or or something like that. I'm, so, a, late, I'm a late lunch guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, a, I'm very much a late lunch. guy. I don't have a pro- Sunday afternoons. My wife and I don't really want to eat at noon because we don't want to be in the Sunday is one of our favorite days to go out to eat. Right. We don't want to be in the church cra- traffic. <sighs> so a lot of times we purposely wait until two, or that's a day that you'll catch us going out of town to eat. Right. Because we've got a little bit of a drive. By the time we get there, there's this lull. The place has just been cleaned. You know, we actually right. get, a, we get a pretty decent thing. Uh, then we come home, and at 5 o'clock, we're like, should we eat? I'm full. <laughs> uh, do you have a place, since you're talking about going out to eat, do you have a place that you cannot go for an exterior reason? No. Okay. I would like to share one that I now have. I've never been to this restaurant. I'm not going to give the name. It's not technically a chain, but uh, it's about 20 minutes south of here. It is a cafe. And the reason that I don't and won't go to this place, despite the quality of the food, is 
Uh, one of my coworkers frequents that area a lot, sometimes on the company vehicle. Now you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. For the record, he was forced by it, but that's another story. Um, again, another story that won't happen on this podcast. So he frequents that area, frequents that restaurant. Fine, no problem. It's good food. Enjoy it. Another of my coworkers, she and her husband, go there. They enjoy it. I can't. I can't. I physically cannot walk myself in there. Because I host an hour-long call-in program, and oh, he frequents it. And you, wow. Well, I take it back. The two of them frequent it. You know the one yeah, because I, you messaged me about the one during the show, yes, trying to break me. I have so much fun. <laughs> and the other one—that's when I do my best serves. <laughs> and, the, and the other one has enough garage sales that he really should have a business license. Oh no shit. The two of them frequent that restaurant. So because of that, while I don't mind going out and seeing people that may or may not listen to me at work, I will never know. That food could have Michelin stars and I will never eat there for that purpose. <laughs> I get that. I And it and it has no other reasoning. None. Not the first bit of rationale other than the fact that those two goobers I can eat understand, there. I can understand that, though. And and I know there will be people that listen and go, why don't you just tell them to go away you're eating? For one, not my MO. Two, it would just piss me off yeah. that they're there. <laughs> well, you that know they're in the area. Here's the thing, an entire meal can be ruined by the wrong person walking up. I I mean I, I get it. I ask don't, any I don't ex anywhere. Not, right? <laughs> I don't not go to places for any similar reason to that. But I can understand how you're in there, you're sitting down, and and you're having your meal, and then that one person walks up, and it's like shit, mm-hmm. not them of everybody. Why them? Because yep. there's always that one person, and we're just gonna call them the, the the chatty ones, and and it's not that I don't want to talk to them. It's that they probably grate my last nerve when they talk. Uh. Because they don't know when to quit. I see you in a restaurant, more than likely, I'm going to weigh from a distance. If I walk past you to get to my table, I'm going to stop and speak. That's called being polite. But I'm going to try my best to keep the conversation to a minimal. You don't want me standing over you while you're trying to eat your food. And if you've already been served, more than likely, I'm not going to walk up to talk. Right. Because I know I can be chatty. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that I'll get in a conversation, and I will want to sit there and have a conversation. Yep. Now, now we have gone into restaurants before and seen friends and, and get this whole, hey, no, 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 y'all come sit with us. Right. All right, great. I appreciate last-minute invitations like that. Yeah. But most of the time, you can catch me waving from a distance. Uh, might, might breeze by on my way to leave, but I'm going to try not to interrupt your right. meal. Because you didn't invite me to meet you there. This is just a happenstance. Sure. So, and now, if I'm out of town and, and I'm eating out, I have occasionally ran into friends. People that live here in our city, actually, they're probably the people that told me about the restaurant. Well, but, there's that. You know, that I might spend a little bit more chatting up a little bit, but I'm going to try not to interrupt your meal. If your plates have gotten served, I'm not walking over. <laughs> I'm just not. Because I don't think you want to be eye level with my belt buckle while you're trying to eat your food. Uh, which is what's going to happen. 
Right. And all it really takes is away from a distance. But I, I 100, 100%, because I've been known to not mess with you and turn the radio down. <laughs> right. But so, I do serve a lot. I try to get points off of that show as much yeah. as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I got close ones. I'm time. convinced they Just let me time. do that. I'm convinced I do that show because I have the patience for stupidity. I can promise you I I can't do that show because I can't speak all the different foreign languages that call in. I don't... I don't... Well, what's the best way to say this? After a time or two, I've gotten it. Like, I don't necessarily... I by no means believe after one round of Rosetta Stone I could speak Japanese, but I feel like I'll probably get a grip on it thanks to that show's training on how to, to adapt on the fly. Because it doesn't take but one time where they give you something and Marbles has mumbled it, and I, and I say it wrong. Folks... Boomhauer calls him on no, a regular not. basis. No, it's I'm not. Re- nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. It is not. It is marbles. There is a boom. There is Call a boomhauer. <laughs> I've got a boomhauer, and it ain't that guy. But oh wow! Whatever. I it just because here's what happens. Here's the overwhelming fear that comes from it. Is I listen, share their items back, and. Inevitably, I share it wrong. And now, while most would think, ooh, I must have said that poorly. He didn't understand me. I'll try to do better next time. That is not how Marbles presents it. Marbles will call back and say, you know I didn't mean you. And, and is slightly aggravated that I have not said it right because he is looking for whatever that is at that moment. And so he wants to make sure he gets it out there right. So now we have four renditions of his horrible grammar or horrible rendition of his grasp of the English caricature. And so for he me... He speaks in cursive. No, he does not. <laughs> no, he does not. Cursive requires, at least in some way, shape, or form... You people private message me. I'll tell you how to listen to this show. <laughs> I've encouraged people to listen just like I had a guy tell me a month ago how unhappy he was at work. And I asked him and I said, do you have freedom in the normal window of the show? And he goes, I mean, I can listen to whatever I want. I said, I'd like to brighten your day at least a little. It's medicinal to some, some it's penicillin. But overall, the show can be medicinal for those that see it for what it is. Now, I have some that call and religiously believe that it works. And they will continue to call and put on the same things over and over. And that's fine. I don't, I don't hate doing the show. For the most part, I have, I have a good group of folks. But the ones that I don't, the ones that aren't good, they are satirical to those who do listen. And when I see those folks that find it satirical... When I go out and about doing other things or just going to the grocery store, they'll walk in and go, how do you talk to them? I'm like, <laughs> with restraint. So uh, I'm not going to promote it here because, again, I'm going to separate. Um, yes, and which is why I've got like 5 million comments that I can't and won't correct, say. <laughs> correct. But, uh, but it, it, I do but enjoy I, I ribbing it with you. something else. I do enjoy ribbing you off of that, though. No, that's I fine. really do. Look. 
there are days where that is the longest hour of my day. There's days when that's the longest hour of my day. <laughs> <laughs> I there. It's one of those, and and I don't know if this is because I actually have good rapport with my dentist, where most people are like, I'd rather be with the dentist. I not not you you just don't have the same dentist I do apparently, because I don't mind going to the dentist. <laughs> I but hate the dentist. I, but that's a different story. <laughs> no no no, you're fine. You're fine. We we've talked about that indirectly. I just oh, restaurants are their own living, breathing atmospheres, and. And we're going to stay on restaurants because I had something happen to me this morning and I could not for the life of me find a way you, to get here. And you go to the same restaurant we go to the same every restaurant. Saturday morning. Every, no, we, all, we we are alternating between two. We go. Oh, really? Th- it's three weeks to one, one week to another. Just because it's the one we normally frequent is more conducive to my buddy's work schedule. It's closer to work. Oh, okay, okay. So we go, to, we go to the other one on weeks that he's off. Well, I, I, hey, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, they have the best country fried steak in town. Period. Really now? Period. And I'm unaware of this place. No, you're not. It's on. It's it's out on the western side of town. It moved from the the road by the river out to a new building. Yes, you know exactly. When, when we finish Yo, this podcast, anyway, get on with your story. So we're sitting there. We are almost done eating. There's a gentleman that has come in and has sat down next to us. No no direct interaction. He's eating by himself or preparing to eat by himself. We're just eating, carrying on conversation. So every week in walks this little old man. And I say old as a relative term, 50s, 60s. He's a paper carrier, but not for any reputable paper. He delivers, uh, I don't know what to call it. A pamphlet, a leaflet. It is not a respected journalism source. It is a lady's giant, overly zealotous op-ed. I think this is the most hilarious publication on God's green earth. Because this is by far... Because it's delivered with conviction. Because, like, good morning. He brings one to every table and then leave some out front now fast forward past the moment we were talking with the owner after and she was like he ain't hurting anybody so i get my flyer she doesn't he doesn't give it to my buddy because he does one per table we thought for a while that there may be something um of racial tendencies to why my buddy wasn't getting one but it's come to find out, because he set it to a different table, paper costs have gone up. I'm only doing one per table. So I heard it. Like So I'm like, okay. So it's not what I thought it was. Whatever. But he hands one to the guy next to us first, and then comes around to the other side, and then that's when we get ours. Well, as he has handed me mine and is moving to the table behind me, the guy next to us uh, across the barrier goes, Hey, don't bring me this shit while I'm trying to eat. I'm instantly friends with this guy. <laughs> no, there's no need for this. There's this this is an unnecessary outburst. This is a small restaurant full of people like like usual, 
my buddy and I bring the average age down by a good 15 years. Oh, oh no. So that is, that is, and it's not, apparently well, they don't know each other either, right? Okay. So, no. and this, this guy, I, the guy that I'm, that's next to us, that's the cantankerous one, I put him in your age range or on the higher end. Not far, but just <sighs> douche. Douche is the best way to describe this guy. When he walked in, I was like, oh, douche. Like he just gave that off. And so he sits there, he opens it, and it go, and then immediately reads one headline and goes, don't bring me this shit while I'm trying to eat. Guy doesn't say anything. He's just doing what he's asked or paid for. Allowed to do. And no one in the restaurant has stopped him. None of us have turned it away. Well, not 60 seconds after this guy is out the door, this guy is in such a huff. I can't believe people allow this shit to happen. So he stands up. And I'm thinking, I'm going to wind up buying his food because he's this jackass is going to walk out. He's not finishing his food. He's three bites in, and this has ruined his entire day. Wow. You're going to walk out of a restaurant with a pancake the size of a dinner plate, bacon and eggs, sitting there preparing to get cold. Oh, I think I know where you are now. Mm-hmm. It's not not the one that you didn't know. It's just the one up the around the corner from yeah. us. So now, now I know where you are. Okay. Wow! It took a certain item off the menu. <laughs> uh huh. So he gets up and he goes to the counter. Now the waitress that's there, maybe nineteen, maybe twenty. I don't know where she is. I know she's graduated because she had like a little graduation sticker on her car for a while, whatever, a couple of years ago. So I know she's out of high school and I'm like oh no like I'm immediately on dad defensive mode because I'm like well you frequent this place so you well, know there's that it's your cheers there's that too and today is her birthday ah she's wearing a birthday button and they put her in a little birthday crown and said you're going to wear that because it's your birthday and you deserve all the credit and then which is fine whatever and so I'm immediately like today's gonna be the day Today's gonna be the day I disrespect an elder, because <laughs> I'm 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 waiting for him to lose his shit on her at the counter, but he doesn't. To his credit, he is fairly calm. He he hands her the card and he goes, "I I will not be back." Now he did not say this loud enough for all of us to hear in the restaurant. He says it to her. Over we're, that, we're close enough to the rest. We're close enough to the register. I can hear it. He paid her because somebody put her. a flyer down on his table. Yes, I should have brought it with me just so you could see it and we'll understand why I find it so funny. So he's gone. The restaurant is in a bit of a shock. Well, for one, one, two, three, four. There are only five tables full, and again, the stat wait stat. It's not a large place. You know where I'm at. It's not a large yeah. place, and so. We're in line behind him now because we've finished eating. We're waiting for him to leave. And he storms out. I mean, doesn't slam doors or he's just, he's decided that he's done. And so I didn't care as long as he paid. If you want to leave food yeah. there and be a jackass, bye. You're losing nothing. Yeah. So I hear people start talking across tables because they all know each other. It's a community. Dumbass. And so I hear the littlest old lady who comes out on a walker and everybody calls her granny and goes, that was a bit excessive. And I, 
I can't. I can't help myself. And I go, I I think it's the funniest piece of literature I get every week. And I get the newspaper. A couple people laugh. One other lady goes, I understand why that woman writes all that stuff. She's writing all that stuff based on experiences she's had. I just smile and politely throw it away. If she's going to waste her money, she's going to waste her money and do it anyway. I mean, just, just it's like no one respects the publication. I'm not the only one that finds it laughable. So to see all of us in agreement and then this guy lose his shit. So, so as since we are next, I look at the waitress and I go, somebody's having a bad morning. She goes, he didn't even eat. He ate two bites of bacon. And I went, I just love that that's his conviction. I got news for you. I wouldn't leave food on the table if I ordered it. I don't care how mad I am. I got my food. Most of the time, my problem is it doesn't get to me fast enough. And I said, I that's see, not a shot at you. I could see me if if whatever offended me. If, and we'll put it like that. If whatever actually offended me, I could see me getting up silently walking to the trash can with it. And then going back and sitting down. But I'm like you. I'm about to pay for this meal, and these meals are not cheap. I'm not leaving after two bites no. of bacon. I'm no. the person that I could get an emergency phone call and have to leave the restaurant. But as I'm leaving, it's going to be like, I need a to-go box. Right. I mean, I will be I will be at the counter yeah. somewhere going, hey, I got a little bit of an emergency. Can I get a to-go to box real yeah. quick? I It'll know. be one of those cases of you're going to end up getting over-tipped, or I'm going to have to come back and tip you later because that – I'm going right. to want to leave in a huff then, but I'm not going to leave in a huff over something like this. Exactly. Now, now I was th- when you first said it, I was thinking that it was because I, I know you frequent the same places. I was thinking that this whole story was going to go in a different no <laughs> in a different spot because like no. you know one of the places I frequent and yes. you know I carry on consistently with the entirety of the Correct. staff. So you would expect something like that out of me if my fav- if my favorite place wasn't crowded. Right. You would expect something that like that out of me just to mess with yes. the staff. Right. So we walk out and as we walk out, now this guy to his I've never seen someone so offended be so polite because he never yelled and screamed outside of just yelling at the little old delivery man who I can tell you with on pretty good authority and all there. He is, he carries a beacon for the woman that writes this stuff. You, you know who I'm talking about? Well, you don't know who I'm talking about. No, but you I know mean, people I, I like get that. The, yeah, I get, I get the understanding. It gives him a the, purpose. I mean, it's like, you know, well, we've got, we've got a couple of listeners that would share this with anybody and everybody. Correct. So, I mean, I, yes. I get it. And I've got things that I listen to or read that I want to share with everybody too. So I, I, I get the delivery guy standpoint right. and I don't, I don't have a problem with the restaurant owner no. allowing him to do it. He's not interrupting anybody. He's just putting a free right. publication you on your table. Said, no, thank you. I mean, I I have people knocking on my door to do political campaigns. Right. You know, I I deal with it. I actually deal with that pretty pretty well, to be honest, because you already know. Don't care to to delve in politics outside of my household. I'm going to put it like that because right. what it is is I don't want to get in a conversation with you. I I have. My thing, my ways of thinking, yep. my my sources, blah blah blah. But what happens is when these people come around, it's depending on what they're presenting. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to me a little bit about the candidate that you're promoting? Okay, I want to hear that. You have information on the candidate. I want to hear that. Yep. Luckily, the last time that happened, it's someone that lives on on my road, and he actually the, the people that he backs are actually very qualified candidates. He's choosing well. Now, he's also a party member, 
and I'm going to leave it like that. But the last time he came yeah. up, it was someone I'd already done my research on, and it was a, you know, they were trying to get him on the ballot and everything, which meant signatures, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I've already done some research into this guy, so I don't have a problem backing this with my signature. Yeah, yeah. But then when it came to, oh, is your wife here? No. She's uh, she's indecent at the moment. She's she's in the middle of her bath. Um, sorry. Because I didn't want to invite more conversation on the subject matter. Right. I'm, I'm willing to put my name on it, but you're not coming. And I get really, really cheesy about, well, cheesy is not the word. I get very protective about the instant you start asking if my wife is home. Yep. And if you put your hands on my door, don't reach for my door handle. Don't don't hold the door open for me. I have knees and elbows. You know, if, if I want the door held open, I will hold the door open. <laughs> so, so, you know, I get antsy about sh- like yep. that. But I I can get it where the owners of this, this establishment are. He's not hurting anybody. You know, We'll use the whole cute little old man statement. He's just somebody that's rolling in. Right. He's doing this. Nobody's. Re- this is the first person that's ever been offended. And my guess is this is probably the first per- first time that person's ever been in that establishment. Right. Um. I don't recog- I haven't recognized him, but that doesn't mean he's not. I I I can't answer that statement. But as we were walking out, the owner was out back on a bit of a break because they'd hit a lull in in food prep, so she, she was out having a smoke with one of her other waitresses who had just come in and I round the corner and I go, well, that's how my Saturday morning started. She goes, I hope he doesn't think his $8 is going to break me. <laughs> and I said, I, I don't think you'll have to worry about that. And she said, he's all, I'm all for his opinion. He's totally welcome to it. I mean, I, I appreciate him coming in. Hell, he, he, he could have made a lot bigger scene, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he went home and had to cook a meal. So or now go, he spent or money through twice. Through, right. All because... I don't know. He I don't, was in a, enough I don't, of a funk. He may not have eaten breakfast. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been... I've been irritated enough that I've, haven't, I, I've not wanted to eat or prepare a meal. I don't think I've ever been irritated enough to get up and walk away from one that was already sitting in front of me. Exactly. I'm completely flabbergasted. I mean, this. I've had bad experiences at restaurants for one reason or another, yeah. or gotten bad news in the middle of a meal at a yep. restaurant or in the middle of a meal at home. And at, at the end of receiving said news, it's like, mm, I really would love to just sit my fork down. Right. Sometimes I just let me gather myself. If I'm at a restaurant, a lot of times it'll be like, Hey, no, not this. No, not sweet tea. Just got some bad news. Tequila shots, you know, right. I, by the way, I'm, I'm joking folks, but you know, it, I knew what you were saying. I can back up and regroup. I can take a moment. Right. Cause, and we all have moments to where it's like an overwhelming, really, type of situation. And you're like, but me, when I'm sitting in a restaurant, and there's times that I have wanted to create a scene in a restaurant. <laughs> and I think I would have been applauded one or two of those times. But at, Well, we were in one restaurant, a chain establishment. I, I know people who work there, and the manager literally shouted at his entire wait staff loud enough that the people in the front of the restaurant could hear plainly what he was what he was upset about. The whole restaurant got quiet. The entirety of the wait staff dispersed. I mean, we couldn't find them if we wanted something because they were embarrassed. And we were with there with friends, and my friend's wife's like. There he is. She recognized his voice as he was speaking to somebody else. And she slid her chair back. 
And my friend was like, no, you're not. And I looked at her and I looked at him and I looked at my wife and I'm like, yeah, we can. Come on. And she just looked at me. She said, see, he agrees. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I, I was ready to go get in that man's crap because you don't do that. No. I don't care if you're having a problem with all of your all of your staff at one time. Deal with it after the establishment is closed or one-on-one in a personal nature. You don't just scream at the top of your lungs across your semi-crowded restaurant and and reprimand your employees. That's just not how you do that because now you've created a bad atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And now you will lose more than $8 because there's a, there's a probability that at least 20 out of the 50 people in there may not have appreciated that to the point that they're not going to come back. People we were with, I'm pretty certain one or both of them had worked in food service. My wife has worked in food service. I've worked in in, in retail. I don't appreciate stuff like that. I really don't. Now, you, you need to get an employee's crap. All right, I appreciate and understand that you may have to get into an employee's crap, but you go find an office. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I get Don't it. do That's... it where you can be overheard. You just don't do that where you can be overheard. No, I, I, this, and again, to, to this guy's and, credit, I, in that particular weird, situation, awkward. it's like, just, I don't know, wipe your mouth with it and move forward. Right. Well, and the owner was, and the owner was like, well, I'm, I can't make that little guy, I can't make that man stop. And I said, technically you can put up a sign that says no solicitation. She goes, you're right. You're absolutely right. I could do that. But chances he ain't are that nobody. Person, yeah. And chances are that person may not understand that that sign means what he's doing. Correct. But the, I mean, then he, and, and the only other thing say, she can say is you can stack those here. Don't hand them out to right. the tables. But at the end of the day, I'm with her. He's not hurting anybody. No, he's not standing there preaching while we're sitting there trying to eat. That's that's that would be a different story, and she wouldn't have that. This lady wouldn't put up with nothing, nothing. She if she had known in the moment what had exactly happened, because when the exchange was over. Another waitress came out, cleaned the table because the first waitress was still ringing us up. But the other waitress had stood at the door, relayed what happened, and if it had, if he had let it fly in the moment, she'd have grabbed him by the scruff of his neck, thrown him out. That is not a lady I'd cross, not the first bit, because you know what she's skilled with? Frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely a cast iron one. <laughs> yes. And there you go, folks. This is exactly why we tell you not to be a dick. 